Welcome to the first normal episode of season three. Well, kind of. This isn't exactly just one guest. You're going to be listening to multiple guests. I am so excited to introduce you guys to Squadcast. And why I am interviewing a company rather than an individual person is because I have become affiliated officially with the Squadcast team. They were with me 100% of the way and supported me in this journey to getting my account set up. And you can too, especially if you want to do remote podcasting. That's right. From your home, you don't have to rely on Zoom. And now with Squadcast, you get a much more clear sound. You're going to be able to tell about the quality in this interview with the Squadcast team. They provide excellent customer support. And I highly recommend that if you're a podcaster, you check it out. You can find the link for the affiliate program in the show notes of this episode. Also, before we get this show on the road, I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of our Battle of the Bands networking party coming out May 25th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can find out more information at www.mrthrive.com slash events. I'm super pumped to see you all there. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. You have stumbled upon the Mr. Thrive Podcast, where together we discover... Squadcast with Ariel, Zach, and Rock. Welcome to the show, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys to talk about this partnership and what we're working on here, to talk about the exciting stuff that you guys are doing as a company, this software that is kind of changing the game. I'm so excited to be using it. I feel like I sound so much more clear, so much more light on my shoulders now. Um, it's a boost in quality. I love this. So thanks so much for meeting me, guys. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you having us, and it's going to be a good conversation. How many podcasts have you guys had the chance to be on now? I'm not I sure. Kept track. Yeah, good amount though. How about for you, Ariel? I have been on in my time, probably like 50 episodes, I'd say, as a guest. That's a pretty good kill count, if you ask me. Well, guys, we always. I say always as if we've been doing this forever, but as of this season, we started a warm-up, a trivia warm-up, and guys, I prepared trivia in the thing that you guys know best. So welcome to the Mr. Thrive Game Show. Um, I am going to go ahead, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and ask you guys some trivia questions, and uh, we'll go from there, all right? So this first question is for Rock. Question number one. What was the original name of the craft before it was called podcasting? Was it A, podding, B, audio blogging, C, internet radio, or D, squadcast? <laughs> it's D, squadcast. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say, uh, what was B? That was audio blogging. I, I'll go with that. That final answer? Final answer, yeah. Boom, nailed it. Audio blogging. Well done. All right, this one's for Zach. Pirate pirate radio is one that I particularly like. I think people still Ooh. use that term. I like it. Question two for Zach. What was the first podcast made for? A, provide news information for potential local disasters. B, exchange relationship advice for women. C, promote political campaigns. Or D, give sports fans exclusive access to content that was once live. I'm going to phone a friend to uh, Adam Curry, the podfather. Let's see. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Wrong game show. <laughs> uh... 
I'm going to go with sports. I'm going to go with D. Damn, you guys are on it today. I knew Great it. Answer. I was going to guess that too. Is it the Dan Lebetard and Stu Goth show? No, no. It's PFW in progress for the New England Patriots. Wow. Stu wow. is hilarious. All right. So this last one, this last one is for Ariel, okay? I'm very excited and I'm very thankful for the multiple choice. Yes. Of course. <laughs> it makes me feel a little smarter. <laughs> I know, I know. In which country are podcasts most popular? Is it A, South Korea, B, the United States of America, C, Canada, or D, the United Kingdom? Do you mean popular within the country or in the world? Uh, within the country. Okay. I'm going to go with South Korea. Oh, my God. That is three for three. You guys nailed Great it. job, team. My goodness. Yay, squad. Well, this is fantastic. Wow. You guys totally nailed that. You guys are warmed up. I'm feeling good about this interview. Um, amazing. And, guys, for those who are interested in Squadcast, what they are, they are a remote software for recording podcasts the way that we are recording podcasts right now. It is perfect timing. It was made just in time for this pandemic because podcasts have gone virtual at this point. And on top of that, you have a really dedicated team. I can tell you right now that the customer service that this company has given me in the past couple of days for the software loan has exceeded anything I've ever received in the podcast field. So I want to give it up to you guys. What is the origin of this company? I'll, I'll go ahead and answer this one. It's, uh, it's something that was not originally decided on like we, we weren't like let's be startup bros we were very much like wanting to do a creative side project outside of our comfort zone so um we wanted to do a science fiction audio drama podcast which anybody who does that craft uh respect it is a tremendous amount of work and i'm a big fan of a lot of sci-fi audio dramas and i wanted to kind of participate in that, uh, make the jump from being an avid listener. Thanks to my friend rock for introducing me to podcasts as a listener and wanted to make that transition from listener to participating as a creative. Um, and that's really where the, the creative constraint that we had though, was that we were a, uh, geographically remote team, um, across California. So that became our constraint for like logistically, how often could we produce these episodes turned out to be, the answer was measured in months, not like days or weeks. And that was ridiculous to us. Um, so we kept just kind of assuming that this uh, quality remote recording solution already existed. We kept doing our homework and asking podcasters smarter than us. And we just kept coming up empty handed or the answers that people had was like Skype, but nobody was really happy with that state of the art. It was just kind of the only way to have a conversation that wasn't a phone call. Uh, long distance, we kind of forget that Skype really, you know, respect to Skype for innovating and uh, making that jump from like long distance phone calls, like charges for that and all this weird stuff that used to exist before uh, we could have conversations across the internet. Um, so that though was made for conversations, exactly that, not recording quality content remotely. So that's really where we uh, we learned and listened how a lot of podcasters and radio before it and TV and all of the things that we are students of have really led to this moment of of the idea for Squadcast became uh, let's modernize that let's create a platform for solving this problem of capturing quality content remotely uh, without sacrificing any kind of quality and that's really where 
um, I believe at the uh, quarter four of, uh, of 2016, we kind of made that pivot from the science fiction audio drama to maybe this could be a product, maybe this could be a platform, maybe this could be a company, maybe we could serve podcasters and really started to uh, kind of do that experiment from there. And it, it certainly doesn't sacrifice any of the quality. I mean, I'm, I'm even listening to it as you're speaking. I'm sure the audience can attest to on the receiving end, just like how good you sound. It's not just because of the microphone, like when you're recording on Zoom, because Zoom now has a recording feature, which makes them a competitor, I realize for you guys, by the way, um, yeah. you know, when when you're recording on there, it does sacrifice some of the quality. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But so that so you said though earlier that Rock was the one who introduced you to podcasting. Rock, when did you start listening to podcasting slash doing podcasting? I think it was when I got my well, excuse me. So listening, I, I was a listener long before I actually started to step behind the mic. But I'm grateful now to consider myself a podcaster uh, in being a guest or being a host. It's or co-host with Zach. Um, it's great to kind of live and see life through the podcaster's eyes, so to speak, and mouth maybe but um so i i was the first time i encountered a podcast was uh i had the ipod video was the first ipod that i got and i remember stumbling upon what the heck's this podcast thing and um i don't remember what the first show i listened to was um but was like oh this is interesting and um it's just something that kind of stuck with me and as the medium continued to evolve and grow. And I got exposed to all these like super interesting people and these different topics that I got to go like really deep on. Um, It was just, I was just captivated by it and obsessed with it and thought it was inevitable that this would only grow in popularity and that more and more folks were going to want to start creating this content as well. I love it. That's fantastic. And then when did Ariel fall into the mix of this success equation that is Squadcast? Yeah, so I'll jump in just because uh, we've been a big fan of hers ever since meeting her at Outlier Podfest in LA. That's a event that she did. You, did you co-found it, Ariel, or you just Didn't are on the team? It, co-create okay. now. Co-create. Yeah, she's she's a significant part of it, uh, and I remember her just like owning the room. It was like the 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 first like kickoff presentation. And I didn't know who she was, but I remember her really like being confident and proud of the fact that she was a like a super listener in podcasting and didn't have a podcast yet. And for me, I had a little bit of imposter syndrome because here I am trying to uh, you know promote Squadcast, but I was still not a podcaster yet. And so she, I really appreciate her making me feel like I belong there, even if I hadn't, I wasn't a podcaster yet at that time. So thank you for that, Ariel. So to bring her on the team as our community manager was uh, an incredible opportunity that we got really excited about just because of the brand and reputation and relationships she's built within the podcast industry. She runs a newsletter called Earbuds and um, has had a lot of success for that. Um, So it was a no-brainer when we had the opportunity to work with her and and have her kind of uh, improve the various community building efforts that we had already started to engage in, but just really maximize and optimize all these different activities we were doing. Well said. And I, I would like to ask Ariel, you know, so I've, I've actually asked the other two guys basically how they both got started, but I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Ariel, what does podcasting do for you exactly? Twofold. So listening, listening wise, as a listener, as a consumer, I am no longer ever bored. I, there's no reason to ever be bored ever again. I just go for a walk, turn on a podcast. Um, I've also just learned so much. I 
have been exposed to stories that I would have never come across otherwise from people, from places that I didn't know existed. I have also genuinely gotten smarter by listening to podcasts. And it's not just from listening to news shows and knowing what's going on in the news, but it's also from hearing people use words that I've never heard before, learning how to use those in my own sentences. And I'm smarter. It's amazing. Podcasts are great. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then from the actual production standpoint, I host two podcasts now. And like Rock said, I did not host podcasts for a while. I was actually against it. I thought, I don't need to start a podcast. There are so many. Why my voice? And then I was like, you're being a martyr. You want to have a podcast, Ariel. You should have a podcast. <laughs> so um, I just have a lot of fun with it. I, I I love talking. I love being in front of people. I love the thrill of coming up with sentences on the spot, with coming up with jokes on the spot, making people laugh, maybe feel weird, definitely. And yeah, so I just, I enjoy it. It, it fulfills a creative uh, void that I had before. I couldn't agree more. And you know what? I very much relate to that because on my end, I always questioned how much of a storyteller I really could be. I went to film school and, you know, I, I made a thesis class, but that never convinced me that I was a good storyteller, even though I made that class. And I think I had a fairly good quality product once I was filmed, once I was finished with my project. But podcasting helped me build the confidence to tell more bold stories, I think, and to be able to put myself out there in a way that allows me to actually hear myself later on, critique it, and then tell that story even better. Um, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean every now and then I'll walk into a room and tell a, tell perfect jokes 100% of the time. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to drop a, a you know, like a, like a punchline and then it just, I hear crickets and I'm like, oh, well, take two, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the edit feature. But yeah, I, um, I can absolutely relate to that. What is the goal with Scott Squadcast currently? Uh, well, our mission, our mission is to amplify collaboration and, uh, the ways that that comes to life is, is really, you know, awesome from, from my perspective, because it really started, um, from, from that kind of just original question of, could this be better? Could we, kind of have our cake and eat it too with remote conversations without sacrificing quality. Could we scale that globally? You know, could we, um, now we help people record in over 130 countries. Um, and we have a lot of really creative content being, being, uh, crafted on the platform, uh, every day, all day. Um, really just some numbers that blow my mind. So the, the goal at hand is to continue innovating, continue providing content creators with tools to uh, create their content without sacrificing quality remotely. So the major uh, improvement that we've made uh, recently is to add not just audio, but video recording to the platform. So that was our most requested feature for quite a while, um, which kind of blew our mind that podcasters focused on long form audio content were asking us for video. And uh, that's really, really awesome that we can, without really changing the experience of Squadcast, just add an additional format that people can do creative content work with. Um, where we go from here is, uh, is, is a lot of things that we can touch on. But, uh, you know, I think to sum it up in a quick sentence, like we're going to be adding more forms of collaboration this year. Uh, we're going to be improving the quality of our conversations and um, adding some additional capabilities through a collaboration with Dolby. 
So adding Dolby voice and sound to the conversation with spatialized audio, uh, team collaboration for multiple shows like uh, podcast networks, uh, mobile, desktop, all the things. So lot, lots to look forward to this year. That's amazing. Then what is the future for Squadcast look like? And what are some of the things that you guys are currently working on to further update it and keep it up to speed with the times? Yeah, well, I think the the real goal is to make Squadcast like the industry standard when it comes to remote recording a show remotely. And like Zach said, when we first got started in the space, uh, it was pretty it was all over the place with what folks were using to record their shows, different services, different processes. And the one thing that was consistent was no one seemed really happy or to be enjoying the experience or feeling like it was really meeting their needs. So that's why they're using tools like Skype or now more commonly so Zoom. So like you said, Chaz, like they they are competition to us. However, I don't think that they would necessarily view it that way because they're not really focused on uh, helping podcasters record their audio and video in the highest sound quality possible. And that's absolutely where our focus is. So we don't want it to be even a discussion or a second thought to use anything other than Squadcast to record their show. I was just going to say, on, in sorry. all those features that Zach mentioned that we have upcoming, it's all to continue to to realize that goal. Absolutely. And it sounds like it really comes down to a branding possibility because I think right now, if you were to say like, what's the go-to fast food restaurant? I think the first thing that people jump to is McDonald's, right? What's the what's the go-to shoe company? They say Nike, right? They kind of have these products that are top of mind when it comes to that category of something. What are some of the steps that you guys have taken to make it so that way remote recording becomes Squadcast? Well, we see it as a new category. We're not necessarily competing on teleconferencing or telecommunications. We're creating and defining a new category that is remote content production. And we provide a platform that helps creators uh, that are focused on content production uh, is the focus of the activity that we're doing right now. Uh, the conversation is almost in the background. Uh, it's it, it feels like it's in the foreground, but we are fundamentally a recording platform that has remote conversations as a feature. And I think Zoom and Skype, it's the exact opposite. They are a conversation platform that has a feature of recording. And as long as that's our focus and that's their focus, like it's not a competition. It's a new category. Absolutely. There are 56 million American U.S. listeners uh, of podcasters or, or I don't, that doesn't obviously count the podcasters, the one who make the podcast. But what is currently your customer base? How, how many customers do you guys serve currently? Yeah. So we started off and continue to focus on independent to professional podcasters, people that are maybe not necessarily getting directly compensated for the show, but they certainly, they might have plans to, or they certainly take it seriously. And they're not just doing it for fun, that there is some type of benefit or some type of, they, they, they take it seriously. And so, um, that's why we want to position ourselves as being that premium option for people that where they, wherever they are in their podcast journey, whether they're just starting their show or they're uh, like a pro who's been doing it for many years that is either transitioning to a remote recording setup or wants to level up their remote recording platform, we're there for them. But we also have seen benefits for large enterprises like ESPN or Spotify or even Microsoft where their teams are distributed, they care about quality. And so Squadcast is there for them as well. So we're happy to serve all of those, but I think where our roots are, uh, given the, the the grassroots nature of podcasting is within that independent 
independent podcaster community, which is uh, another one of the things I think that differentiates and separates us is our focus on community. And that's exactly why uh, what Ariel is uh, responsible for uh, day in and day out. We eat, sleep, breathe, and maybe a few other things when it comes to podcasting. Rock on. That's amazing. I love that. Were you going to say something, Ariel? Rock on is something that should be your Instagram handle, rock. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I was going to say another thing I think that really sets us apart and has us looking towards the future is we're making a big bet on our community and fostering that community and trying to see what remote recorders, content creators want from the software that they use and the tools that they use and how much they want to interact with us. And in return, what we can give them to better their experience, not just while they're using our software, but also whether that's, you know, in person at potential conferences or meetups, or even through like game nights and trivia and things like that, that we could possibly put on for them. Hmm. Game nights, trivia, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, no, I love that. That's I, I, The community aspect is so important. That very much aligns with what we do as a company at Mr. Thrive Media with the virtual networking events that we host on a regular basis. Uh, this pandemic has made me realize that I think community is one of the most important things. And that's very much how we market all of our content these days is we try to think of it. We're not trying to reach an audience. We're trying to reach a community. Um, that I've, I've always said to the people I work with, we no longer believe in audiences. We, we're not even allowed to use the A word. The A word is a bad word in our company. We always use the C word, community. And um, uh, that sounded like really bad if you took that out of context. But anyway, what I was saying, though, was, you know, th- this community building that Ariel is touching upon is just absolutely vital for, I help. I think, helping a business grow and, and creating a supportive community that gets inspired not by the product, but by the idea that you're trying to sell. I love the concept of amplifying collaboration. I think that's so important. What do you guys, uh, let, let me rephrase that question. I think, what is the biggest evidence of community coming together because of your product that you've seen over the years of creating this amazing software? For me, it was day one. Um, was pretty profound because I had a bunch of anxiety around not being a podcaster and founding a company that is serving podcasters. Like straight up, that was like nerve wracking for us. Like uh, had a bunch of anxiety around that. And like we asked ourselves a bunch of what if questions, like we're going to go and sponsor podcast movement, the largest event in the podcast community. Um, And was a really big step kind of into the unknown for us um, and really was inspiring because the community of podcasting embraced the idea, embraced us, embraced uh, the conversation around remote recording and how things could improve and be better. Um, And it didn't matter that we didn't have street cred or that we weren't podcasters. Everybody was open to innovation and the idea of like, you know, we often say nowadays that what makes podcasters interesting or special isn't necessarily that they are podcasters. Like that's cool on a resume. That's cool to like people who aren't necessarily podcasters, but what makes their content interesting is what they bring to podcasting. And I found that that's essentially what, what our story is, is parallel, uh, is that 
we have our backgrounds in, you know, in, in Rock's case, accounting, in my case, software engineering, Ariel, uh, with, <laughs> what, would you, what would you say? <laughs> You're about to do a body podcast. Yeah, me, I really, so. uh, since I found my passion, it's fearless a podcast. Yeah. Before this, it was the Jewish nonprofit world and I was not jazzed. <laughs> There was, that's that's where my mind went, but I'm glad you uh, put I it in your words. <laughs> <laughs> so we bring interesting things to podcasting, and that's really where um, it was inspiring to me on day one. Like, wow, this community is different from other communities. Like other communities, we may have been like ignored or not embraced because we're some sort of outsiders. Um, so that's really where. I think it started for me was like, wow, we given the opportunity, we need to invest and cultivate um, and be positive stewards of community within podcasting. Um, and that felt like something that we were already kind of stepping into and we wanted to contribute uh, in our unique way. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much for being on this show. Before you guys go, you know, the question I ask everybody on my podcast every single time they come on is what will you be famous for? So because I'm not interviewing an individual in this situation, I'm interv I'm interviewing a company. I would like to know what is the everlasting impact that Squadcast will be famous for. Wow, I love your questions. Yeah, Make cool questions. Thank you. You know, I I believe it'll be um, it'll be helping to tell stories that might have gone untold otherwise, um, and that podcasting isn't necessarily like constrained by space or time. You know, that's really where I think, uh, I think those are very kind of highfalutin ideas, but it is true. Like this is the closest we can get to teleportation. This is the closest we can get to, to being in the same room. And even like this next update for, for adding Dolby voice to our platform, even if that makes the conversation less than 1% closer to real life. That is our mission. That is what we will do. And that is what is going to separate us continually over time is that that pursuit of being as close to reality, as close to teleportation and being in the same room as possible. So that's really where, uh, you know, we are, we are actively uh, working day, uh, day after day on that, that mission to amplify collaboration. I think for me, like if we can make, if Squadcast can become a verb the way that you know, so many other comments like Kleenex. Zoom is now now a verb. Yeah, Kleenex. Like, if we can become a verb, then I think uh, we've solidified our, ourselves as as the standard. On top of all that other stuff, Zach just pulled out. <laughs> on top of on top of that, like like get up on the rafters and shout from the rooftops speech that Zach just gave. Face <laughs> <laughs> on time. Yes. Yeah, that's why I have no. That was bad. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was pretty epic. Zach, do you want me to just like cut that out and like just give that that audio file to you? Because that was pretty epic. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. As mentioned before, rock on. Thank you guys so much for being on this uh, on the show. And um, if guys, if you guys are interested in Squadcast and what they have to offer, there is a link in the show notes of this episode. It's going to be in the every single episode of season three. Just go to the show notes. You'll be able to access uh, very easily uh, Squadcast and uh, be able to amplify your collaborative efforts and uh, increase the quality of your show. So, guys, thanks so much for being here. Uh, so excited for people to hear this. Uh, have a great rest of the day. 
Thanks, Chaz. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Thrive. Hey, thanks for listening. This podcast is a bi-weekly production. However, we'll try to roll them out faster. If you'd like to know more about our services, go to www.mrthrive.com. We hope to see you at our monthly networking parties, always hosted on the last Tuesday of the month. If you want to stay connected, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mr. Thrive Media. And if you're interested in being on the show, email me, Chaz, at MrThrive.com. See you next time, Thriver. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.